0: It's Kitchen Table Spirituality, an evening devotional with Jonathan Malone and Charlie Eastman. I'm Jonathan Malone. I pastor a church in Rhode Island in the East Greenwich town.
1: And I'm Charlie Eastman. <laughs> you got me on that one. And I pastor a church called Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southborough town.
0: Charlie, it's good to see you. <laughs>
1: it's good to see you too. This has been a wide-ranging conversation, and we yeah. haven't even hit record until just recently.
0: Right, right. But I'm glad to. I'm glad to make you laugh. It's good to laugh, isn't it? Mm. Oh boy, it sure is. It feels good to laugh. Remember when we it used does. to
1: laugh all the time? Well, um, not all the time. No. Before but- we used to be stressed about things that weren't COVID nineteen or the complete uh, annihilation of the American way of life through riot and protest and restructuring. Um, but yeah. still there are always reasons to laugh because we are the humanity god has set on this little ball uh, this pale blue dot. Nice. Uh, and uh, we are rolling the best we can.
0: Nicely some, said. Some
1: some better than others. Wow.
0: <laughs> Very poetic. Oh how my. are things how are things going at your church, Charlie?
1: Hey, they're grand. We had church council meeting last night and ah. it was energizing and uh, we are starting a visioning task force, which is something churches should do regularly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of churches don't care to do, but it's it's really important. Um I think we are also getting ready to um, where did that thought go? Uh, we're we're getting ready to uh, help out with a backpack program um, through our outreach uh, ministry. nice uh, for uh, for kids near us. Um, and some pretty pretty intense backpacks, things with computers in them and other stuff. Uh, this is a great ministry that Pilgrim does, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. Our food pantry continues to receive donations, and we've got an updated list of things that we need. Um, so all that stuff's going well, and meanwhile, worship continues apace nice. uh, at 11 o'clock for our live stream, and uh, you can get an email with the rest of our worship. But we'll talk more about worship yeah. when we get into our conversation, oh, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. How about East Greenwich? What's what's hanging? What's well, going on?
0: Well, uh, things are going fine. We had our, uh, our children's Sunday last Sunday.
1: Oh, so did we. How could I miss that? Oh, yeah.
0: Boy. <laughs> oh, I want to a story about that. Okay. Maybe we'll talk later. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that service went fine. I, uh, I schooled people on the proper way to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, peanut butter on both sides of the no. pieces of bread? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I like the jelly to soak into the bread. Oh, nice! And and then here's the kicker: you put it in the freezer, and you let it all kind of freeze and crystallize, and then you eat it frozen. So you want it almost frozen, but not solid. So you want to time it just right, and especially during the summer, something of an almost frozen peanut butter jelly sandwich is really, really wonderful.
1: This, this is so far from my world that I think I'm, I'm officially branding you a heretic. I think we need a new council to be formed to debate why on earth anyone would freeze a peanut butter and jelly. No, seriously, I'm going to try it.
0: Yeah, yeah give it a try. Um, it's also peanut, peanut butter and honey frozen is also really good.
1: Frozen peanut butter and honey sandwiches, mm-hmm. the official snack. Of kitchen table spirituality.
0: Oh, of kitchen table spirituality, sure. Uh, you so, can
1: nosh on one while you
0: spiritualize. Yeah, you can. I, I, there, so I, I, people then um, were really willing to tell me all of their uh, techniques of peanut butter and jelly. i uh, sure they were. Uh, yeah. yeah um, we are getting ready. Next Sunday, we will be having our annual meeting. Uh, we oh, do a you do years uh,
1: later than some churches do.
0: Yeah, our fiscal year is July to June, so we do oh, it around yeah. now. Um, and we're going to. So for folks listening, remember that's going to start at eleven o'clock. Um, we will have it on Zoom, or uh, if you cannot do Zoom or don't prefer, you can come to the church to the Fellowship Hall, and we will have it set up so we can have the meeting in person as well.
1: Wow! Inside. Yeah. Oh, that's it's right. A- you're in Rhode Island. The gloves are off. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Rhode Island.
0: Yeah, we're doing okay. Um, I mean, well, please wear your mask. We'll I will mean, yeah, see. <laughs> I should see. Yeah. So far, we're we doing okay. Hope you're
1: doing okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we well, I really
1: want you to be doing
0: okay. Yeah. I mean, on that. So the 21st is the Sunday that we'll be opening up the building again to have worship.
1: Oh, see, that's very different, we've, and we've decided September is probably when we'll
0: yeah. come back into the building. There's churches in Rhode Island that are doing that as well, but we think we'll be okay. I mean, there's going to be, you'll be seated in certain places. Bring a cushion, because we removed all the pew cushions, oh, um, so we yeah. can clean off. You'll have to wear a mask. It's going to be very different, um, but for those who really want to worship in person, the 21st. But we will continue to live stream our services, so don't mm. feel like you have to. Um, but that's what's going on from the East Greenwich, First Baptist East Greenwich side. I'm going to try to make sure I say the name of my church five times since I didn't say it in the intro.
1: Right on. And I, I'll, I'll just, re, you know, swing back around and celebrate our Children's Sunday, especially the recorded worship portion. Nice. It was fantastic to hear so many different kids' voices in yeah. worship. If it wasn't such a logistical challenge, I, I would say, let's do this every week. Mm. Um, but
0: <laughs> it is a logistical challenge. And not every
1: kid wants to read, read something theological every week and be on every week, just like not every adult does, so it's not right. really fair, but what a joy. What but a joy we like doing that, Charlie. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do.
0: We kind of do it for a living, don't we? we?
1: We like our voices so much, we even have a podcast. That's right.
0: That's right. Well, you have
1: too. You, oh my goodness. The ways you love your voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom always said that I was special. Oh. That's nice. She never said how or in what way. So I just keep trying to, you know, investigate those avenues and figure it out.
1: My mom always said I'd either be a minister or a lawyer. And so I married one and became the other.
0: We'll let people figure out which one is which. That's right. So,
1: so let's continue on Legal Eagles
0: with Jonathan Malone and <laughs> yeah, Charlie Eastman. That's, right. that's right. Indemnity clause. Let's talk hmm. about it. It matters. It's it relevant. Does. No, yeah. you know
1: what's relevant is church. Church is, church is yeah. relevant.
0: That was a good. Yeah, we did not have a nice, smooth segue this time.
1: No, we didn't. That's okay.
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen all the time. But yeah, church is relevant. And so I've had uh, one of the challenges we've had um, is around our language use because when in March, when you know all of the COVID stuff happened, mm-hmm. um, some of us, some of our our literature that went out said church is closed. Mm. Um, we still will have worship, but church will be closed.
1: And then you saw Preston's post on Facebook and you were like, "Oh, that's so much better."
0: What did he say? I don't remember. He posted a picture.
1: Uh, I don't know where he got mm-hmm. it from, whether it was in his church or somewhere else, but it said the church is not closed. The church is deployed.
0: Oh, that makes
1: sense. It does. It does. It, but anyway, I interrupted yeah. your thought.
0: No, no. So, now that we're we're getting back to, you know, having people in worship, I've been trying to f- you know, mess with this language to say, is church now open? Were we closed? Because we've been very active all throughout yeah. this time and still doing worship. But it does lead us to wonder, you know, how much can you do when you can't worship together yeah. or, or have Bible study together or...
1: Or just see each other face to face. Yeah. What is, what, what becomes our purpose and our focus? Yeah. I guess is kind of where we're headed.
0: Yeah, I think, or yeah, how do we continue to live in what it means to be the church? And, and there's a lot of different understandings of what it means to be the church. Uh, you know, Avery Dulles wrote a book about it. He has five hmm. different models. Uh, folks, does. if you're bored, go read it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be
1: a little more,
0: no. No, it's a fine book. It's, it's now, I would say by now it's not, a little dated, but it's Yeah, it's, but not, it's
1: not, not deep like some texts we might recommend. Right, right. You won't struggle, put it that way
0: yeah yeah what about you, Charlie? What do you think with all that
1: uh I think the uh the challenge for me has has been you know people ask me, so what do you do now and I say well i'm I'm a content creator mm. i I've, I've moved from from the role of teacher and and leader and everything else into content creation, which is which is only partially true because I can't create any of this content without connecting to my congregation without right. without interacting with the people. So I guess the, the key for me has been shifting the, the venues for work and thinking about how we keep church relevant in, the, in each other's lives, like how mm. we keep church in focus. And for some, this time has crystallized a lot of that. And mm. I thought what we were going to see was a lot more people just saying, "Oh, I can't go. Oh, well, then forget that." Like like, oh, like the way when hockey a couple of years ago there's a hockey. Strike or something going on, or maybe it was many years ago, and Mm. and so many people walked away from the sport because they couldn't rely on it being there. Most, I think, most have come back, but or gone back. I act like I'm there. Um,
0: (laughs) I I know the Bruins, but that's it. Yeah, you are standing in the middle of a hockey rink right now while recording this, so that's that's probably (laughs) why it's been
1: great. Cold but great. (laughs) Um, So I I think it's it's been. I've been surprised at how people have really reconnected to the idea of church and how their mm. church connections are not only faith but fellowship and, and also energizing for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but then balance that with the the exhaustion for some folks, not not me particularly, but for mm. many that I know of, who, who get to church council after six hours of Zoom meetings. Yeah. Which, if you've spent time on Zoom, you realize that that constant interface, uh, interacting with the interface, trying to look at so many different expressions and read cues and pick things up the way that you would in a in-person meeting so deftly, because mm. humans are so good at catching those interactions. It's made it really, really challenging and, and frankly exhausting for many people. So I, I think I'm, I'm yeah. eager, I, I guess, I, I don't ever want to say that our time apart, our forced time apart wasn't useful and didn't help us evolve as, right. as churches, but I, it, it has still felt to me like it's an in-between time. We're doing this until we can get back to the real work of the church, and I'm making big old air quotes when I right. say that.
0: Well, I, I think where it's hit me the most is when people are in distress mm-hmm. um, or you know sick or going through oh, a yeah. tragedy of one kind or another. Uh, because yeah the way we respond i mean the way you and i respond is we go we sit with them we pray we hold their hands we give them hugs absolutely yeah. uh, and and then the broader church the way we respond is we bring meals we also mm-hmm. go and sit with them we are you know hugs we and um that's where it's it's hurt me the most i mean not mm-hmm. personally but that's where the hurt of where we are right now has really emerged and i i do wonder how can we be a church When all we've got is the phone call, which is important, but does it really make, does it go that much further?
1: I think Uh. the challenge for church has always been, uh, what is the daily relevance of this enterprise Mm. of faith and communal faith? Mm -hmm. What is the daily value interaction, um... Ask what it, what is the daily connection that people establish, and I think in churches that are thriving, that sense of daily connection is yeah. almost always there. It, it is, in my experience, and in churches that are flagging uh, or failing, that that daily connection seems to be just lost in the ether, and we're mm-hmm. we're a one day a week enterprise for most folks, and we're not connecting in. So in that respect. The fact that now people like me are calling you, like out of the blue, "Hey, let's have a phone conversation and talk about why Pilgrim Church is relevant to you these days," um, has been uh, a- a- additional, extra, nice. um, a ping like a- like the bell before meditation oh, to yeah. remind you what you're a part of, and uh, and also I have been adopting this. You know, I said I'm in content creation now, but uh, the the weekly blogs and mm. providing this podcast in that blog f- feed has. I think helped people remember that when we make our faith an interactive across the week, we are getting we we tend to get a lot more out of it. Mm. We rely on it more. There's more potential there.
0: Nice, nicely said. Wow. It? Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's, so it speaks to. I think you're right. The the connection we have with our church correlates mm. with a um, a robustness to our faith.
1: I think it does. And and sadly, your pastor can't do it for you. No. I really wish we could, but if you're not getting connected, and you know, come on, if you've been involved in church for any length of time, you right. know, you get the love you get is equal to the love you give. It's just, it's yeah. the feedback loop of faith. It works. I've seen it working for decades, and those that keep us at arm's length are are just... They're the ones that are having the hardest time right now, in
0: my mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So what? So how do we continue to be church? Hmm. Um, uh, I like
1: I like what you said there because you you just set me up the perfect oh, serve good. for me to spike this ball across the nice. net at
0: you. All right, spike away.
1: Wrong, J- Jonathan. I love you, man, but wrong question. What? We don't need to ask. How do we continue to be the church? All right. This, this is what I'm, why I was excited to talk about this today. I okay. think the question we really have to ask is, why do, how, how do we be this church? Ooh, How do we need to be this church right now? Because, here's where I'm going. Yeah. I, I think part of the reason people have so much trouble with church mm-hmm. is they get stuck on this church as the church. And I know so many people who have left the faith or decided that faith was irrelevant long before corona hit. And one of the things they have in common is they keep saying the church when what they mean is that church, Mm. that church that hurt me, that church that wronged me, that pastor, that group of people, that chair of deacons, whoever it was that somehow proved to them that, that church was not going to be all unicorns and rainbows and, and loving God and Jesus and all that. Mm. So I, I think one of the chief questions we need to ask all the time in the midst of corona and now pulling through it and someday completely out of it, God willing, is why do we need to be this church, mm. this particular one in this geographical location with this set of people for this new day? Oh, and that question, for me, you can actually answer.
0: That's, oh, do you have an answer?
1: Well, no, I don't, oh, because oh, I don't oh, know your church <laughs> intimately, right?
0: It's, no, I, I love the particularity of it, and it's, uh, I mean, it certainly comes out of the congregational emphasis that <laughs> both of our churches, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's it, a luxury in this debate.
0: It It is, it is. And I know one of the challenges that when we talk to our, our brothers and sisters that come from like the Roman Catholic context, mm. is there is, you know, the the church particular, but there also is, especially when we talk about clergy abuse, that right. church broadly. Um,
1: exactly, yeah. Yeah. Systemically, systemically. Whereas most, I, most congregational-based churches have the option at any time to remove yeah. themselves from the system they're re- in. Right. We've seen it happen.
0: Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, we have. But I think your your point is how do we be this church in in, in this time in this place? I think that you're right on. And this is this works for. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: All right. So this works for churches regardless of your missional focus or your visioning. So Mm. you know, if if your church is so tiny, and you see less than twenty people in worship on a Sunday. Right and, and things have been challenging, but the endowment has, has held on, and you're maintaining that building because your church lives to occupy that historic spot. Guess what? You can do that right through corona mm. and beyond as long as the endowment holds out. So it can be a tremendous comfort to people who are part of dwindling congregations even when they remember, mm. we, we are saving this church because we're saving this church, this actual building around us in the hope that someday maybe a new church plant or a revitalization Mm -hmm. might occur and someone else will come in. On the other hand, if you've got an active, vibrant church with you know, like like you describing your food pantry or our food pantry. You know, when, mm-hmm. when there's something where you're actually serving the community and you know you have to maintain the church because it is the point of focus for food and fellowship for folks in your area, then you've got to you've got to do that. Yeah. Or or maybe you're you're an on fire evangelical church that is going to spread the good news in new and interesting ways using technology and 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 other things. I mean. It's it makes the it makes the specific more universal is nice. my hope.
0: And I want to um, I want to bring in uh, the Holy Spirit in this. If please I may, please do. Okay, every good.
1: time, please do.
0: Great, great, thank you. Well, again, last Sunday was also in addition to Children's Sundays for both of us. It was also Trinity Sunday.
1: It was. Some yeah. people actually actually acknowledged that.
0: I I did. I- <laughs> And any opportunity for me to bring forth doctrine that obfuscates our faith, (laughs) I'll do it right away. Consistency. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm reliable. Uh, But, you know, in this time when we say, well, what can we do? We can't get together. How do we be present? Uh, Please do not diminish the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, And especially when, you know, when we say, uh, I'm going to be praying where I am, and you pray where you are. I really believe the Holy Spirit is acting in the moment in oh, that prayer. Yes.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree, Jonathan. We had communion this Sunday, and mm-hmm. my, my communion experience has been real deep. I'm alone in the yeah. sanctuary with a biscuit and a glass of juice, and it has felt so—I feel so connected to the yeah. people as we have that communion moment. It feels yeah. wonderful.
0: Yeah, so the spirit that, moves. That's and and the the scary thing and the great thing about that is for us to really experience the Holy Spirit means we need to let go of control, mm-hmm. um, and to say, you know, so let's take, you know, the the protests that um, continue about uh, police brutality and racism in America, mm-hmm. and I'm sure many of us, many in, in at least in my congregation, maybe yours as well, are struggling with how do I respond? Mm-hmm. What, what can I do? And, and there are certainly answers to give. But I think at this point, perhaps the response we should do is to say, let's set a time aside for us to be in prayer, mm-hmm. wherever we are, and see what the Spirit does.
1: That sounds great to me.
0: Yeah, and see and that means we need to though I need to let go of I think we should read this book and someone else needs to let go of I think we need to get in a dialogue with another church. We need to let go of all that and just say, let's see what the spirit does.
1: I agree, and in my experience the 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 power of the spirit is not a, a one and done thing. It mm. is a pervasive force. Yeah that when you've invited the spirit into your life and and asked asked God to send the spirit to you in, in different things, you, it tends to make you more aware. You're more alert, yeah. your radar is up, you're receiving potentially those signals better. Yeah. And I agree, when, when an issue is as big as that one, when it's too big, really, mm. for, for a small group of people, when everybody has to be involved, I think for Christians, the Holy Spirit is the exact right path for us
0: yeah. to be in. And, and that's something I think we should be doing. I mean, you're doing a visioning um, time now, you said. Mm-hmm. I'm I, yeah. I'm I'm sure you're bringing the Holy Spirit in with that because we this... won't do
1: it without a lot of prayer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah.
0: and I think maybe that's the it, it's a it's a response that doesn't have to be specific to a time when we can't get together. Is how do we be this church for this time, mm-hmm. get together or not, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit? That's right. That's our that's, right. I, that's our Pentecost legacy, isn't it?
1: It is, and seeking the relevance of this church. Mm. should always involve the Holy Spirit. Always ask God to pour the Spirit out on the congregation, on you, on, on a sense of where you should be going, and then be attentive to the voices you hear in the aftermath of that. Um, yeah. Almost, almost always, in my experience, the answer doesn't come from the mouth of the pastor. Oh, almost always... I, sorry, Jonathan.
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> almost she, always someone yeah. says
1: something <laughs> and we turn to that person and we say, wow,
0: Yeah, yeah I think you're you right. nailed it. Yeah.
1: I think yeah. you nailed it. You found it. I, oh. And the person who we're all turning to is al- almost invariably surprised.
0: Right. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, Charlie, I have a study here. I just want to sound oh, it place yep. Yeah, if I nice. can read this study that... Uh, Peer reviewed, um,
1: double blind. I it's hope.
0: a peer reviewed, double blind study. Um, and they've they've done enough and they've said that the COVID 19 virus is not transmuted and transmitted, transmuted, transmitted um, by the Holy Spirit. So it's it's probably. Thank you. I, I was know. waiting
1: for the punchline on that. One. I mean, I was waiting a long time, Charles. <laughs>
0: That Time was a serious it. study. I wish it was, in, it <laughs> was, wish in, it was. <laughs> the New England Journal of Medicine. Uh-huh. They've said, <laughs> careful! It'll get us in real trouble now." <laughs> or is it Lancet? I'm one of mm, those two. Either one. Um, but
1: good point. Yeah, this is this is not a, a interaction you need to worry about at all. Right. And and it is better interpreted when we can be together in person, I guess. But. There are th- these conversations that are continuing through this difficult time are are how we process the spirit as well.
0: Yeah. so folks, I, I encourage you to really um, think about uh, how to continue to be the church that we are called to be in this time mm-hmm. in this place, and to be very aware of how the Holy Spirit moves when we dwell and really meditate on that question.
1: And if the spirit thing is confusing to you in any way, well, we should probably cover that in an upcoming episode. Yeah. Let's get a little theological sometime that, soon. That, and that, yeah, that'd be fun. Dig into the spirit for folks, because some New England congregants who have never been to churches that acknowledge the spirit more frequently might might be like, "What? what is that about? So what is this
0: spirit? Yeah, it yeah, might be
1: a- an opportunity for us.
0: If I can bring in the Cappadocians, you know, I'm going to be just over the moon. we're there.
1: We are there. (laughs) Bring on the Cappadocians.
0: (laughs) Anytime I can do that. I'm I'm just beside myself. You know that.
1: Well done. Hey, as we're transitioning out of our conversation about relevance of church, etc., I want to make a recommendation for folks. And it is in the spirit of one of your illustrations where you brought up Mm. Black Lives Matter and asking the spirit for guidance in the midst of this. Yeah. Um I I uh, I saw a movie and one oh. of the things that we can be doing um uh, speaking to the white folks right now <laughs> mm. one of the things we can be doing is consuming content created by people of color that is an easy way yeah. to help yourself understand the uh the desires, the dreams, the hopes of folks who do not look like you and yeah. so I would I would uh, take a moment to recommend the movie Marshall, which is about Thurgood oh. Marshall and a landmark case that he brought in Bridgeport, Connecticut, when he was serving uh, as part of the uh, NAACP, or as they said back then, the NAACP. Um, and it's, uh, it's got a lot of fine <laughs> actors, including Chadwick Boseman, okay. uh, including, um, oh, I always forget his name. That'll do, pig. The farmer from Babe. Uh, oh. James, James.
0: I don't know his name, but I know who name. you're talking about. He's great.
1: Fine. There are so many fine performances in this film. Yes, it's partly courtroom drama, so if that's not your bag, I understand. But the cast is predominantly black, and mm. their interactions are just lovely and, and important for us Excellent. to see. So. A towering figure, first black Supreme Court justice, um, argued many cases before the court, instrumental right. in, in um, Brown versus Board of Education. So the movie Marshall, I'm recommending.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. Go check that out. Thanks, Charlie. Mm-hmm. So as, as we move to prayer, um, I found this prayer by Thomas Merton.
1: Oh, good old TM.
0: TM, yeah. He lived from 1915 to 1968. Uh, and, and I picked this prayer, even though it's a prayer really for the individual, um, and you'll hear that. But I think it's something also, if we could pray this as a church, um, I, I think it would do so much for us.
1: Oh, I'm excited already. I yeah. don't know which prayer you mean. He's He's got a number of them that have been cataloged. He was a prolific writer.
0: Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is exciting. Oh, good, good. So, I love me a little Thomas Merton. <laughs> I mean, I get the Cappadocians, you get Thomas Merton, everyone's winning. That's right.
1: That's right. Yay. All right, shall we, shall we do it in our normal yeah. manner here?
0: Yeah, let's, let's enter Take it inter- away. Okay. God, we are so grateful that you have gathered us to be your church. Each person that's a part of our community, you have pulled and drawn to be there. Hey, because you know that we make who we are better. We're grateful for the way the Holy Spirit dwells amongst us and pulls us and challenges us. Uh, and and shows us ways to be. When we're slow to respond, forgive us, Lord. When we get caught up in small things, um, in nitpicky details, forgive us, Lord. When we allow our egos to get in the way of listening to the Spirit, forgive us, Lord. Compel us and convict us to be your church in the ways that you desire, and always to be sharing and showing the love of Christ in all that we do.
1: Mm-hmm. Lord you know that I know that when we keep you at arm's length in church things just don't seem to go well we, everything is a struggle help, help us to be able to communicate to others the value of you in all things and the accessibility of you in your spirit it is so simple to ask for your presence and Lord it's, it's such a blessing so thank you, thank you for the gift of the Spirit, and for the power of your churches right now to be exactly what they need to be right where they are. Mm -hmm.
0: And from Thomas Merton. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen.
1: Amen. Right on.
0: Yeah, what a well, prayer, huh? A
1: perfect coda. Perfect coda. That's hey. that's exactly what we needed. Oh, thanks. When you give up, when you give up the need to be the driver, when you give up the yeah. need to always be the one that has to craft the vision. You have no business crafting the vision for your church. Let the Spirit do it. Intuit. Learn. Mm -hmm. Fellowship.
0: This is really hard for pastors to hear.
1: Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But vital.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope everyone continues to um, be in in deep prayer. Keep praying for our nation. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we have... Two things, I mean, pray for all those who continue to wrestle with COVID 19. We're now at, at, at least of today, 110,000 have died in our nation. Um, and many more are living with that virus and trying to recover. And, but then also pray for all the um, racial strife and tension that we have been living with from the beginning. Uh, and the reckoning that's happening needs to happen.
1: Yeah, so, don't look away. Don't look away. Stay in it and keep praying and keep finding your relevance in this moment. All
0: right. Be well, all.
1: Take care, everybody. Bye.